When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Are we ultimately going to see a full slate of Week 18 NFL games this weekend? It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Hit us on the Dr. Pepper call in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And your take on how the league should handle it this weekend in and around the DeMar Hamlin situation. Now, to get you the very latest, it's this. DeMar Hamlin continues to be in critical condition. Just a little while ago, our colleague Harvey is out in Cincinnati, reporter for ESPN, and he spoke to Jordan Rooney, who is a friend and business partner of DeMar Hamlin, who told uh, Coley that he had seen some positive things overnight, that doctors had seen some positive uh, readings overnight that they had hoped to see by this morning. His agent, Ron Butler, also told ESPN's Jeremy Fowler uh, on Tuesday night that Hamlin's oxygen levels had improved. So that leaves us to the continued positive thoughts that we send in his direction and you certainly are at the very least as encouraged as you can be in the moment of hearing some very small positive news but hopefully steps in the right direction that hopefully this is headed in that right direction yeah and and we continue to keep thoughts and prayers with Demar, and i'm sure that players around the national football league including that buffalo bills locker room are, are you know focused on DeMar and and hoping that he gets better, Carlin. And to me, that's going to be the determining factor in terms of how the NFL proceeds. You know, the status of DeMar Hamlin and how that impacts the players that are going to be asked to turn the page and go out there and compete in Week 18. Uh, If things continue to move in a positive direction, and I say that cautiously optimistic, then then I think that players will feel better about the idea of getting back to sport. But, again, this is one of those things where the NFL has to gauge the temperature of the players, the coaches, and everybody that's involved with these clubs before they make a definitive decision on what they're going to do. And I don't even think it's it's gauge. I think it's follow the lead. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's the players are guiding the ship here. Yeah. How they are feeling, and, and it should – Take the next couple of days. If you're hearing positive news and you're feeling differently on Friday as a player Mm. for the Bills or for anybody else than you were, say, today, Mm -hmm. then, you know, you, you if you're the league, to me, you have to allow this to play out as long as you can to feel to let the players feelings on everything guide how you should proceed this weekend. Yeah, there are logistical messes to it you'll fix those they're fixable and you can somehow make that work whether it's pushing a a week's worth of games back and getting rid of the bye week in between the championship weekend uh, and super bowl whatever it is Mm. they'll figure that out 
The players are the product. The players are who the people come to see, and they ultimately call the shots on this to me. Yeah, I'm with you, and that's an extension of what the NFL did on Monday night, right? Mm-hmm. They, they acknowledged the humanity of those players. They recognized that they were in an impossible position watching what happened to one of their brothers and for the Bills players, one of their teammates in DeMar Hamlin, and they couldn't go on with playing that football game. That is the NFL seeing the personhood of those players, and we saw – Roger Goodell once again acknowledged that yesterday with his memo to all 32 clubs saying that there were additional mental health resources if they needed to access those because players were impacted by what happened to DeMar. So I just think the NFL needs to continue down the road that they already started earlier in the week once this incident took place. And that being the players making a determination on what they want to do and then logistically the NFL figuring it out from there. Carlin, There's never a wrong time to do the right thing. And in this instance, I think the right thing is to allow the players to tell you what they want to do in terms of charting a path forward. Adam Schefter this morning was on Get Up with you and Greeny and and all the, uh, the rest of the crew. And here's what he had to say about how the league plans to proceed right now. I actually spoke to somebody yesterday that said the game from Monday night has bad mojo. One person in the league would like to just see it go away altogether. Now, people say that that's unfair. Well, life isn't fair, as we saw on Monday night. And that may just be the way it is. It counts as a no contest. And you go on from there. The other scenario would be that there is a week in which the Pro Bowl skills competition is scheduled. So if the NFL needed to find a cushion in the schedule to push things back one week, if that's what it ultimately decided, that would be the week it would have to play around with. And there is precedent for having moved it back a week before. Granted, it was 20 years ago in 2001 after 9-11, and it happened back in September. So there was a lot more time to get everything kind of straightened out and operate without that bye week. Here is Jeremy Fowler. He is in Buffalo, as we know, ESPN NFL reporter who has been with the Bills over the last day and a half or so. And uh, he is talking to different members of the organization and how the Bills feel and how they feel about what could happen with the game for Monday night. Talking with Bills people, they're a little bit skeptical right now that this game could be made up because they're all in on New England right now. They're professionals. Even though they're hurting from their teammate, they have to prepare for the New England Patriots Mm -hmm. on Sunday. That's the schedule. So they're really not thinking about the Bengals, and there's no clean way to do it. Uh, I talked to a league source who deals with scheduling matters who said that Commissioner Roger Goodell will likely exhaust all options. Maybe they could push the wild card games back a few days or push the whole playoffs back a week leading into the bye week of the Super Bowl, but that is a tall task. So right now, there's not really a lot of momentum for a shift in the game. To me, it's... You there might not be momentum right now, but yeah. we, uh, this, all is, this all is contingent on the status of DeMar Hamlin. Yep. And, and so, again, that is the driving factor in this, because while we still have so much uncertainty with his life hanging in the balance, I think that's going to be where the players' minds are preoccupied. And rightfully so, Carlin. Everybody would understand that. And so I think the league has to be cautious. There has to be a degree of trepidation when you're putting out there that we're planning to proceed with Week 18, not knowing definitively that DeMar is going to be okay. And so I think that that has to be a, a little bit of a, a – a, I, I don't want to say a slippery slope, but a little bit of a gray area in terms of how the league – handles this situation and getting back to the schedule and, and the play. 
It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. So what do Aaron Rodgers and Steph Curry have in common? Because we know it's not multiple championships. (laughs) We'll get to that in just moments after we tell you about this from our friends at FanDuel. Now, NFL wildcard weekend is almost here, and the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers join today to get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. So don't miss out. Place your $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, with promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, and West Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming and Kansas or visit KS Gambling. Help.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline. 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like For the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So how does the league proceed in the coming days? ESPN NFL reporter Kimberly Martin will join us in just a moment. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save on commercial auto insurance from Progressive. Get a fast quote at ProgressiveCommercial.com. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Before we welcome in Kimberly, here's Jacob in Texas up next on ESPN Radio. Jacob, what's going on? Oh, not a lot, guys. I hope y'all are doing well today. We're good. What's your idea? Um, well, you know, if the Chiefs win this week, then none of this really matters. But the playoff implications with the seeding uh, for Buffalo and Cincinnati, as it is right now, if if the if the Chiefs were to lose and things end up in a weird tie, as things are right now, they would end up gifting since uh, I'm sorry, Kansas City, the number one seed. But what if the league went to Kansas City and said, look, you can either have the bye week or home field advantage throughout and give the number two seed whatever they the opposite of that would have been to make things a little bit more fair and palatable? I know there's really not a good answer, but I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on that. Yeah, there's not a great answer. That That's the first thing right out of the gate. But secondly, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from and – None of it is going to be fair with how it works, but it's not its not the worst idea in the world. I don't think it'll necessarily happen because I don't think they're going to want to take that away from the number one seed in the AFC. I mean, if they would do it, I think they would have to do it in the NFC too, and then you're opening up uh, such a, a can of worms in terms of making these kind of changes on the fly midseason. We welcome in ESPN NFL reporter Kimberly Martin. Great to see you. How are you? Hello, how are you? I'm great. So in talking to people over the last day and a half, what have you been struck by? Players or, or you know, anybody in organizations? What has been the, the common theme here outside of everybody keeping the positive thoughts for DeMar Hamlin? Yeah, it's, t- it's tough because we still have week 18 still uh, going on as, as needed. Um, we've seen a lot of teams sort of cancel media availability, um, you know, just because of the unique circumstances, even the Patriots today, they just announced that they're scrapping media availability. The Bills not holding any. They'll have a walkthrough and a team meeting. Um, I, I, when you talk to certain people, it is football is on their minds, but not. You know, I spoke to one, one assistant coach, and I asked him, if for week 18, do you guys even feel like you should be playing? Do players want to play? And, and he said, uh, I think we have to. Uh, but I, in my heart of hearts, no. You know what I, it, like I, the difficulty in all this is not everybody's going to feel the same. Mm-hmm. Within, you could even, I'm sure in the Bills locker room, I'm sure there's some guy in the Bengals locker room based off of what they saw. And this isn't just an isolated incident in terms of the Bills and the Bengals are the only players emotionally scarred by what transpired. They witnessed it. And that is, that is catastrophic on one level. But DeMar Hamlin was beloved by a lot of people, a lot of coaches throughout the league. So you have um, people in other cities, other players, 
thinking about their, you know what I mean, thinking about their friend, their brother, and then they also are looking at their own mortality as well. That is what, whether you were on your couch or you were on that field as a player, uh, what you witnessed was horrific and another stark reminder of things that you try not to think about. Um, the interesting thing is with the, the NFL having that, that week by before the Super Bowl, you know, you've got that time, how they proceed. I, I, I've heard everything is on the table. I, I, what seems unfair to me, and I know we just, you just mentioned life isn't fair, what seems unfair to me is that let's say the Chiefs beat, beat the Raiders in Week 18, well, they're the number one seed if this game gets between the Bills and Bengals, does not resume. That does seem unfair to me. I know life is not yeah, fair. No, I, um, and, and in this situation, should the Bills be penalized for something that – should the Bengals be penalized? Should the Chiefs be penalized? No one should be penalized for this situation. I wish that we could push everything just back a week because that, that week is available. Um, but even heading into week 18, I, the fact that the league has week 18 going as planned as of now – I think is very difficult for a lot of players, and not everybody is probably on the same page. Chris and I were talking about this earlier. We're talking with Kimberly Martin, ESPN NFL reporter, that we really need to, if you're the league, you need to let the players guide this. And that, to me, would almost mean, as much as it might be difficult logistically, letting this play out this week mm-hmm. as much as possible and potentially not making a decision until Friday because players could feel a whole lot different yes. by Friday mm-hmm. than they do today. Yes. And it also, let's be frank about it, also depends on how DeMar Hamlin is doing. I think that was the thing. Play stopped. That's what we saw. We see concussions. We see, we've seen ambulances on the field. We've seen CPR administered. The game stopped because everybody needed, they didn't get the thumbs up. They didn't know that he was okay it was clear based off of how he looked on the field and what they were watching that this was different. Um, and they, there won't seem to be any resolution for these players. Um, I don't know. And today is Wednesday. Th- that's the first day you're back in the facility. You're supposed to be locked in. The Bills are supposed to be locked in on the Patriots right now. They are not locked in. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that is not a slight to them. It is they are how trying to be? navigate – all of it, compartmentalize, feel, but also don't, you know, all these things are happening. So Wednesday, with it being Wednesday, and you only have two more days of practice beyond that, um, it, it, is, it is difficult, and I'm sure as the week goes on, players will feel somewhat, somewhat differently, hopefully with more good news. Hopefully I'm praying, as we all are, that we get good news on DeMar. But, yeah, this should be fluid. It was fluid Monday night until the, the game was postponed or um, halted. Um, and I think it should be fluid for the foreseeable future. Okay, one or two things involving teams that are playoff teams and, and yep. teams that have major question marks right now. Um, J- Jalen Hurts, what is mm-hmm. your read on how this is going to proceed this weekend? So the expectation is that he would play based off of how important this game is for seeding for Philly. But also last week, think about it, Nick Sirianni was saying he was so so close last week to playing my inclination is well if he was close last week we would expect to see him on the field and if he is not if we don't see him at practice if we don't see if we don't have that announcement friday yes jalen hurts is our guy if we don't see him warming up and that that you know you see the inactives and it's and he's on he's not on that list i think you have to worry about his health based off of the fact that if he was healthy if he was almost close last week what's the issue 
I think this is a very important game for Philly. I think what we've seen is this team does not look the same, has not looked the same with Gardner Minshew. The number one seeding is very important. And, and the competitor that Jalen Hurts is, you would have to think that he is not close to healthy if you don't see him on the field. That's yeah. why I expect that he would be there. ESPN NFL reporter Kimberly Martin with us. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. How do you read this Lamar Jackson situation? Is this uh, almost a, a pseudo holdout on his part? Um, I'm not going to be back on the field until I am 100% mm-hmm. given my contractual situation. Not that anybody could blame him. So it is unclear because here's what we were saying throughout the offseason. Nobody could really get inside Lamar's head. Nobody, he's a different cat. Like He was going to approach these negotiations differently than what we would typically expect from guys. He doesn't have an agent. Now at this point, nobody knows exactly. What is troubling to me is that John Harbaugh doesn't seem to know anything. Yeah. And when you look at his face and he's saying uh, he, looks, he looks beaten down and just tired. And he's like, I, I don't know what to tell you. I was told earlier today, you know, doing get up, um, you know, if Lamar's on, if he practices today, that'll be a good indication of his availability. It, it, it is not out of the realm of possibility. Like, it, we're all speculating, trying to guess. But if you put yourself in Lamar's situation, if you are not 100%, and now you're looking at the team and you're saying, okay, you didn't want to pay me in the offseason, but now when I'm not 100% healthy, you want me to go out there because clearly it's not working without me, um, that is a difficult thing for me to process as, as a player who wanted to get paid and taken care of by my franchise. Last one. Uh, you and I are both going to be working uh, ESPN Radio on Sunday for the Steelers and Browns. Looking forward to that. This job by Mike Tomlin. Oh, man. I, it, is, I, it, I know. is it his best coaching job? I, this, is, this is the point. <laughs> if they finish 9-8, and eight, and Chris and I have been talking about this a lot, whether or not they make the playoffs – I know it's been a foregone conclusion that yep. Brian Dable should be the coach of the year, but boy, should you rethink that if this happens, considering everything they have been dealing with this year? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I said it last week on first take, like, you know what? The Steelers might mess around and get that final spot. Uh, I think it's a, it's, it's a good possibility they just might. Um, and when you look at... This team, obviously, the the loss of JJ Watt for a good excuse me TJ Watt for a good portion of the season. You saw how different their defense was, but for Mike Tomlin to come into the season with how are they going to replace Ben Roethlisberger, even though he was on one leg, um, how are they going to keep things going? The fact that his his, his streak can still can still ride after this weekend is, is damn impressive. Awesome stuff. Looking forward to Sunday. Great. Thank you for joining us, Kimberly. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. Kimberly Martin, ESPN NFL reporter. Canty will rejoin us in just a moment. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny. Your company has goals this year. Find the right people to help you achieve them with ZipRecruiter, where four out of five employers get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E. E and why we get you the very latest on what is going on with Demar Hamlin and Aaron Rodgers is taking a victory lap. Perhaps it's coming 
just a little bit too early. We'll explain in moments after we tell you about this from AutoZone. If you're dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. And their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not, or if you need, you're in need of a fresh charge. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help with that too. They've got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99, and they're the only place you can find proven tough Duralast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. The very latest on DeMar Hamlin, still in critical condition at a Cincinnati hospital. A family friend uh, and a friend of his and business partner, Jordan Rooney, this morning, told our Coley Harvey, who is out on the scene in Cincinnati, that... Uh, there had been some positive developments overnight, uh, and his agent did say that there was some uh, moves with uh, there was some movement at least in a positive direction with uh, his breath as well and oxygen. So we continue to keep good thoughts on that front. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are coming to you live from the Seaport District Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Aaron Rodgers caught my attention yesterday. Mm. Shocking, isn't it, that that would happen? But yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, you've got it out for Aaron Rodgers. I don't have it out for Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. I just like to expose frauds when I see them. Oh, wow. So, here's Aaron Rodgers yesterday on the Pat McAfee show uh, talking about this incredible achievement that the Packers have uh, come to in Week 18 before they are even in the playoffs to be here and in the mix, and all you have to do is win and you're in. When we were sitting at three and six, and we looked at the next three, at the time, Tennessee was playing really well. Obviously, Cowboys playing well, and Philly was number one in the league. And I just felt like if we get one of those, we can win the last five. And nine and eight was going to get in. Didn't really go around saying that, because you don't really want to say, hey, if we just get one of these next three, you know. <laughs> we can maybe make the playoffs. But in my head, that's what I was thinking. 
we're becoming a more dangerous team. And, uh, you know, we've all seen some of the uh, commentary outside as we went from 4-8 and eight to 5-8 and eight to 6-8, and eight, and nobody's worried about the Packers and blah, 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 blah. Now what are you going to say? Um, he's taking a victory lap, no doubt. Yeah, that was, that was after the game the other day. He said the yeah. exact same thing again yesterday mm-hmm. on Pat McAfee. But, you know, the end of that, doesn't that sound familiar? What are they going to say now? I, I think I heard this at the end of the NBA Finals last year. What are they going to say now? What are they going to say now? That was Steph Curry. There's a difference, though. Steph yeah. Curry actually won a championship. Four of them, to be exact. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers won is one. Only, he's only been to one Super Bowl. And for he, a guy that's won four MVPs. And he's not officially in the playoffs yet. Yeah. Because if we're going to be truthful about this, it's great that the Packers have come back and played better down this stretch, and it makes for a fantastic storyline with the game against the Lions, who themselves are an amazing story this year, Chris. If I said to you at the beginning of the year that the Packers in Week 18 would have a win-in-your-in-lose-in-your-out scenario when it came to the postseason, that would be an incredibly massive Disappointment. No doubt about it, Carlin, especially considering the fact that you're paying Aaron Rodgers $50 million a year. And how you're winning is running the football. Well, I was just about to say it. Oh, sorry. You're talking about a guy that's bottom six in QBR in the NFL. Think about that. (laughs) Through the first 12 games of this season, Aaron Rodgers has had 13 turnovers. A big part of why this team is being able to have success is because he's cut down on the mistakes. Over the last four games, he's got five total touchdowns to only two turnovers. That, to me, is the biggest difference. Aaron Rodgers seemingly not getting in the way of the run game in the defense being able to win the day for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is not winning games. What he is doing is not screwing it up. He's not losing them. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Well, there's something to be said for not losing games, but we reserve Not when you're making $50 million a year. But that's my point. We reserve (laughs) that for middle-of-the-road quarterbacks. Daniel Jones, don't lose the game. Cousins, don't lose the game. Exactly. Not Aaron Rodgers' back-to-back MVP. Oh, my goodness. And so this victory lap thing, I, I just, I don't understand it. I don't get the energy, Carlin. Now, what I will say is the Green Bay Packers surprised all of us. Mm -hmm. They did, because a month ago, we had them dead and buried. I told them that they should ship the cars home. There's no chance that they have at being able to make a run at the playoffs. But things have broke their way, and they've taken advantage of all of the other opportunities that teams have given them over the past several weeks. So I will give credit where credit is due. They seem to have forged an identity in December that – gives them an opportunity, a path to victory in every single game that they're going to play in. Now, we'll see what happens in Week 18. Matt LaFleur and the Green Bay Packers, they haven't lost in December football. So you would think that having that game at Lambeau, going up against a Detroit Lions team and an offense that's not the same when they're on the road, it feels like it's all teed up for Rodgers to get into the postseason. So Mm -hmm. with him saying what he's saying, they damn well better win on their primetime game on Sunday night. Oh, yeah. They damn well better win. Because then all of a sudden you open the door to a flood of criticism and then also a lot of uncertainty regarding his future and the Packers' future at the quarterback position. Here's the other thing. Two things, actually. Number one, when he says, as he has in the last couple of days, that nobody wants to play us, settle down. 
No, so, you don't want to play the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Which is what it would be right now if the playoffs started. Personally. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to give play, me the choice. I don't want to play Tom Brady. I would rather play, Tom, uh, play against Aaron Rodgers than Tom Brady. Yeah. I, granted, the Packers overall may be a little bit better, but neither of those teams is world beaters. And I'll take the guy that has been there before who we consider we continue to say don't count him out yeah 19 trips to the playoffs Tom Brady has only been one and done in the wild card round three times yeah yeah that's scary and and then secondly if you're gonna take your victory laps be a part of the solution don't be somebody that is just avoid making the problem so you can make some nice throws but when you throw for 159 yards I'm going to pay attention to that. And you only throw it 24 times. They are saying our best chance to win is not you. So let's give it to somebody else. That's a tough one to swallow. I will absolutely make the case that Brock Purdy has had a lot more to do with the 49ers' success of late than Aaron Rodgers has had to do with the Packers' success of late. Yeah, Brock Purdy's got a whole lot more to work with, though. I understand that. He's got a whole lot more to work with. I I understand that. Okay. But Brock Purdy hadn't... Picked up an NFL football prior to this and season. And Brock Purdy ain't making $50 million a year. No, he's and, not. And, and we keep bringing up the salary because... He's the guy that I should be looking at and saying, don't screw it up. Yeah, I mean, we keep bringing up the salary because that's important when it comes to roster construction and how your team is expected to win games. And, and, and also important because of all of the stupid drama you put everybody through over the last two years that ultimately was about... That salary, getting to that level and getting an extra hundred, hundred fifty million out of it, whatever it ends up being. Yeah, and not having Devontae Adams, no doubt, impacted his production. But why don't the Green Bay Packers have Devontae Adams? It's because he was tired of riding the Rodgers roller coaster. Do you, let me ask you a question, uh, just real quick on that. Do you think today Devontae Adams regrets the decision? Oh yeah, what's going on? What's going on what, with the what's Raiders? What's going on with the Raiders? What's going on with the Raiders? Yeah, you think he regrets the decision? Yeah, uh, I would say he probably does. does. He probably before does. before the whole car to be stint, fair, he before, probably before does. Before the whole car Stidham thing, yeah. there's no question about it that he liked where he was at because you thought that Derek Carr was going to be the quarterback for the Raiders for the foreseeable. They gave him a new contract, but now with that situation, uh, I, uh, I I wonder if maybe he gets moved this offseason. It wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. We're in for Greeny. Fans in Fort Worth, Texas, and Athens, Georgia, still celebrating this morning after a great college football uh, playoff semifinal weekend. The fan of the month, the best fan of the month, brought to you by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Speaking of college football, Jim Harbaugh, as rumored to have spoken to David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, about their uh, their co- head coaching job once, mm-hmm. and apparently David Tepper had a David Tepper had a conversation with Harbaugh and wants to have another. Carolina plans to go through the interview process beginning soon after Sunday's finale. Even if he decides to hire Steve Wilkes, which he should. He has to interview two other minority candidates outside the organization under the guidelines of the Rooney rule here. Uh, There are a few things that work for me here. Okay. Number one, I get the attraction of wanting to hire Jim Harbaugh Mm. because he did what he did in San Francisco. And while there may be a shelf life on him in the NFL and with pro players, he is somebody that can build an organization 
and turn them into a legitimate Super Bowl contender. As he did, he lost by three points to his brother. Yeah. Having said that, if I'm the Carolina Panthers, hire Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes deserves that opportunity. And it's, that's not, deserves is always a tough word, but when you look at how that team responded after starting one and four and firing the head coach, and you look at his standing in that community, hire Steve Wilkes. It's the smart thing to do. You can bring in Jim Harbaugh and pay him $20 million a year if you want. I personally would rather ride with the guy that I know my players want to see there and that, frankly, is a a fan favorite in my town. Yeah, it's a tough decision that David Tepper has to make, but in weighing what direction you want to go in, I I don't want it to get lost that Jim Harbaugh is a better coach than Steve Wilkes. Yes. That's the reality of it. And not just what he did. But he also comes with a lot of baggage. Let me say this. Not just what he did with the San Francisco 49ers, but what he did at Stanford and being able to resurrect that program, what he did at Michigan, being able to resurrect that program. The guy knows how to build programs. And that's what the Carolina Panthers are going to need for sustained success. I'm not quite sure that what we've seen in the second half from Steve Wilkes is going to be something that's sustainable. Now, He's somebody that I would like to see get a fair opportunity to be a head coach just after what happened with him with the Arizona Cardinals and only having that one year with the rookie quarterback and Josh Rosen. But uh, if you're David Tepper, you have to look long and hard at Jim Harbaugh. Understanding it might not be a marriage that's going to be you know forever, but it might be a marriage out of necessity right now just to get your program on solid footing. Similar to what Bill Parcells used to do with the Dallas Cowboys, with the New York Jets, with the Miami Dolphins. I think it could potentially be a situation like that over the next three to five years, get us to a point where we can be consistently competitive in the NFC South. Here's the other thing. If you're Jim Harbaugh, is Carolina the best spot for you? Financially, it may be. Well, well, if you're Jim Harbaugh, you have to ask yourself – can this continue to go on in Michigan? And what I mean by that is having six consecutive bowl losses and being in a situation where there's going to be constant pressure from the AD. Keep in mind what happened a couple of years ago when they forced Jim Harbaugh to take a pay cut because things weren't going in the right direction. Jim Harbaugh floated his name out there for the Minnesota Vikings job, went as far as to interview last year before they ultimately decided to hire Kevin O'Connell. The AD from Michigan and Jim Harbaugh have been doing this dance the last couple of years he got where, the contract where, last where, year. Where it makes it feel like these two guys are with each other but don't necessarily like each other. And I'm wondering if the right opportunity comes up, i.e. an owner with a blank check situation and a team that has resources with draft picks and cap space, does Jim Harbaugh bounce to the NFL? Does he decide that he's tired of recruiting and dealing with NIL and have the full weight of a scouting department to help him buy the groceries? I, I just I don't know. These are all questions that are out there, but what remains constant in all of this is Jim Harbaugh's interest in a return to the NFL. I think it goes beyond trying to leverage more money out of Michigan. Look, you've been to the playoff, what, a couple of years in a row now? Yeah. Is it going to get better, or is it more likely that you can take a step back next year and people are going to be screaming and yelling for you again? I think the latter is more likely. As do I, which is why I think if you didn't jump last year, this may be the time to jump. Yeah. The, no, the, it ain't, it ain't going to get better than it is right now. No, no, it's not. And and there are going to be vacancies, and there are going to be some there, good jobs. And there are some two big ones with two owners, one of which is brand new, one of which is relatively new. 
Denver and Carolina. I mean, Chris, if they're talking about 15, 18 million a year for Jim Harbaugh, I don't know how you turn that down at that point. Yeah. And, and if I were him, personally, I would rather be in Denver. One last thing. I don't want to see this work against Steve Wilkes because he, the one other thing to consider is he's part of the Brian Flores lawsuit. And Steve Wilkes, like, that can't be a reason why he doesn't get the job. Not that we would ever hear that, but that can't be a reason why he doesn't get the job either. See, for me, this is just about how well this has worked out so far and his particular popularity in my community already. Yeah. I'm paying Matt Rule... Uh, whatever the offset is yeah. for the next couple of years of what, what he got at, uh, at Nebraska. So now I have to figure out, okay, uh, is it worth it for me to go and pay Harbaugh $20 million a year or to give Steve Wilkes a three-year contract? Yeah, and a little bit of backstory on Steve Wilkes. He was on Ron Rivera's staff with the Carolina Panthers. They had a lot of success down there. I want to say they won three division titles. They went on a Super Bowl run. And he is widely regarded. He was the defensive backs coach at the time and then since elevated himself to coordinator status and then being a head coach. But a lot of people in the Charlotte community love Steve Wilkes. My parents live down there. Um, and, and, and so it's a situation where the owner has to weigh that level of I, I, I want the, that level of attachment when yeah. it comes to the head coach in that marketplace. Uh, versus going after the shiny head coach in Jim Harbaugh who walks in with a bank full of credibility. If you do that, if you go with Jim Harbaugh over Wilkes, you need to have that locked up before you fire Steve Wilkes. Um, Because just think about this. Well, it wouldn't be firing Steve Wilkes. He's the interim head coach. Yes, Um, before moving on there. Because I I don't want to just go and find somebody else because uh, Cam and I were talking about this this morning, Cam Pratt, our producer. But doesn't that undermine the Rooney rule? Well, yes. It does undermine. I mean, if you've already made the decision that you're going to hire Jim Harbaugh and you're just going through the motions in terms of with Steve Wilkes and other minority candidates that you would bring in, that undermines the Rooney rule in the first place, which is why I have a problem with all of these rumors that are coming to the surface on the eve of Black Monday in the NFL. And, And but the thing to point out, though, is the Raiders, I wonder if they wish that they had stuck with Rich Bisaccia after what happened last year and what they went through. You look at what Steve Wilkes has gone through this year. He did resurrect a team that was absolutely dead. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN, and also available wherever you get your podcasts.